，等会儿。Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Slightly Unqualified. These two jabronis didn't know what they did when they decided to make me the host. I have all the power. You guys can listen to every word I have to say. No, I'm just kidding. So, before we get started, how's everyone's week going? Uh, Yeah, I'll go go first. Uh, Good. Um, The pain of the Eagles is is slowly subsiding as the days go on. Uh, Three weeks out now. Right now, now what's taking over its place is the freaking pain of the Miami Heat. They are abysmal. They are trash. I am a Suns fan with Kevin Durant now. Um, That being said. Shut up, Earl's for real, so you jump a ship? So (laughs) the real real problem with this last week or so is my son decided to have a mind of his own and not sleep anymore. Uh, yeah. so I've been tired. I've been sick like the whole weekend. Uh, I still am kind of congested. If you guys can't tell, uh, but other than that, good. Life goes on. Drinking water, hydrating, exfoliating, that kind of stuff. What about you, Steve? I'm doing pretty good, man. This week has been flying. My house is everybody's getting healthy. Every we're like on the end of it. I think not you. You got, got hit. No, we got the pestilence this week. Feels oh, like every week man. we got something new. Someone new. Dude, that's sick. what I'm saying too, man. Um, I did a little bit of skateboarding this week. I know it's crazy. It's was, it was pretty fun, and then it rained on me. Um, got us some chance uh, to play some COD with Matt earlier this week. Was told by my uh, three-year-old that I have a bad attitude when I play video games, <laughs> and then I need to stop cussing. And I was like, you know, a little girl. You don't know what it feels like when you're trying to push A and or the B flag and Matt's yelling rotate. We're rotating and then we get hit by a camper. I told her, until you feel that pain, I grabbed her and I (laughs) shit. No, I'm just kidding. She just uh, one day you will know. Yeah, one day you'll you will know this feeling. But I'm really really having the itch to play COD. It's weird. I thought I was gonna be kind of you know. I, thought, I didn't really care for the update, but the CDL thing is uh, the ranked mode, I should say, has really got me kind of an, an itch going. So, but besides that, my week's been pretty good, man. I've been blessed. That's awesome. Congrats, Andrew. Uh, kids are sick. Wife's trying to recover. I'm starting to feel it come on. Got a big presentation for work tomorrow. So, Oof. that doesn't help that I'm like, oh, yeah. I, feel I feel it right now. So, hopefully, all this talking tonight will help that. Loosen the yeah, it uh, vocal cords up. Loosen the phlegm. 
Uh, so we're going to try something a little bit new tonight. We're going to call it the, the late bloomer. So for me, if you guys didn't, didn't catch last week, I uh, didn't see Quantumania on time. Just had life catch up with me. But since then, I went and saw it last night with my wife. So now I can actually know what you guys are talking about and not pretend to know. I actually do know now. Yeah. All right, so, so give us your... Your thing. Well, Give us your. Uh, before we even get to the review, let's get just to the straight meat and potatoes. What do you think of Modoc? Uh, I thought Modoc was pretty funny. Uh, okay. So, so last week we talked a little bit about how you guys didn't feel there was like tension between um, him and Cassie, and I, I, I feel like that's not true. I feel like when she first sees him, she's like taken back, and she, she says something like, "The bee in the room," and so. Mm. It goes away pretty quickly because he's just one of those kind of throwaway villains. But it was interesting that, you know, that that first initial shock. But it's it's hard to get over how – and it's it's not that the CGI is bad. It's just that uncanny valley. Like, you know it's not real. So your yeah. brain's like, something's not right here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, don't, I, I looked at it a couple times. I'm like, no, the CGI is not bad. It It's – I think my brain is just telling me like, no, this is not a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My wife laughed when they're taking him out of the tub and you see his little butt cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. I'm not going to lie. No, but Modoc, I thought they, they nailed Modoc for, you know, what he is. And I don't know if there's a lot that you can do with a character like that, just because it's designed to be just wacky and weird. Um, uh, So impressions that I had originally and, I feel like I've been saying this more and more about Marvel movies is I just feel like they can do whatever they want at this point. There's nothing that's too weird that people are going to be like, that's weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guy who looked like broccoli. That was, that was hilarious. That was hilarious, dude. That, that scene was out of nowhere. Um, (laughs) So that was really funny, but uh, the vibes that I got is, and I, I don't know if this is like a theme that Marvel's, trying to adopt so before i get into it let me kind of explain where i'm going with this so when the dark knight trilogy came out it was really popular and so dc like tried to copy that style right they wanted to make every character dark and gritty make all the movies you know very dark i feel like since guardians of the galaxy has come out it seems like more and more of the marvel movies have tried to like replicate that humor slash we're gonna throw some weird stuff in there and it almost is like slightly starting to be a little too much. I think of like the the Thor Love and Thunder. I feel like they tried to copy way too much Guardians in the Galaxy with that. Um, and it's just kind of it seems kind of weird that they're like Guardians was great. Let's see if we can replicate it with everything now. When I feel like Phase One, it was every style of movie was different. Um, and that was okay, but now it's kind of like blending this together. You disagree? Phase one was all the same film, origin films that have uh, a coming out party for the hero. That okay. are, I mean, there's lackluster, and besides Iron Man one, <coughs> lackluster, no comedy, kind of boring and dull, mm-hmm. but good intros. Uh, Maybe I'm thinking more of Phase 2 then. You're thinking more of Phase 2. Yeah, Phase 2, I feel like it it was more because you had Iron Man 3 that was more of like a a tech tech movie. You had um, 
Winter Soldier that was like basically espionage, um, takeover. Thor was like a, I mean, that wasn't a great movie, but like a Viking movie. Um, just seemed like everything was like in its own different category. And I know that Kevin Feige, Feige has said that that's how they want to create movies. They want to create movies within their own light. But it feels like they're they're blending it together, at least in my opinion. I think I, – I, I, okay, okay. I don't disagree necessarily with like the comedy part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think any movies like Guardians except for Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, Ant-Man – and and Thor Love and Thunder uh is twofold for me. Um because it one it's after an existential crisis that Thor just had. This is kind of how a midlife crisis happens for most people. Mm-hmm. A little bit more wacky, a little bit more humorous, a little bit more crisis uh than they usually are, especially post losses like Nat and 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 Cap and Iron Man. Thor mm-hmm. is the last of the of the of the core four. So or the and core he's five, the last well, he's six, also the last one He's also the, one of the only ones who never had that traumatic breakdown. Like Tony Stark had it in Iron well, Man this Three. Is, this is it. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. we saw his 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 people got his dad died, his brother died, uh, his two sister. best friends died, uh, his little sister, which is Nat, pretty much died. Hela was evil. He had to deal with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the weight of the entire nine realms is on his shoulders. Uh, his People got cut in half, not once, but twice. Uh, he, it, it just, this was the movie for me for Thor, where although it wasn't a good, in my opinion, like the best movie in the world, don't get me wrong, but the the Thor uh, existential crisis, a little bit more goofy and, and out of it than Thor would normally be, makes sense to me. And mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in this movie specifically, Ant-Man, uh, I expect more weird things in the quantum realm than I do in, like the the, the, the galactic universe. area, uh, because the quantum realm is unexplored, and so it, to me, the movies that have had these s- similar formulas to Guardians have made sense. Uh, yeah, I don't think it, it doesn't the, make sense. It just it just feels like uh, you can continue. I'll I'll tell you what one of the things that stuck out to me later. Yeah, I think. I think when we have uh, people, people mistake the comedy that they bring in these movies as, oh my gosh, another Guardian style film because mm-hmm. there's like these different style jokes. Uh, when that's not the, the necessarily the case all the time. I think there's a few films that have like emulated the Guardians feel, but looking back at this last phase, going into this one, outside of Love and Thunder, I don't think there's a single film that even looks close to Guardians did. And they yeah. and, and let's be real, they it wasn't the best phase in the world. So what does that tell us? Yeah. So I, I guess I was thinking about more of like phase a lot, two, phase a lot more CGI. Point. Like mm. you have all these CGI characters that like I feel like Guardians did did a lot of that. Um and then they just kind of had these characters that were kind of throwaway characters, but they were supposed to be like comic relief. I don't remember the character's name from Quantumania, but it's the jelly guy. Like, yeah, he's pretty funny. I got it. Was, it was funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny, but it, it was like, oh, this is kind of an interesting, interesting yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, I don't think it. I don't think the movie was bad. I think King was was uh, very very well done. Um, the only real cr- 
criticism that I would have, and it's not against Kang. It's more so the movie trying to put a little bit of stress behind him was the amount of times that they said he or he wants you. Like, you just felt yeah. like they were trying to build it up. And I, I get, yeah, you want to do that to certain to a certain degree, but it almost felt like, okay, stop talking about it. Let us, let us see it. Like, you know, uh, yeah. And my wife leaned over and she's like, this guy better be freaking awesome. Like, uh, <laughs> and, and like, was oh, he not? Yeah, he was, was he not? Yeah, but it was amazing. The anticipation just seemed like they stretched it a little, little too much. Um, 45 minutes into the movie before you see King, and you yeah. mentioned like 13. I like it. I like I it. I thought it was good. So, so talking about that, I was reading um, yesterday, uh, just trying checking out some of the news and the new movies that we're going to talk about later. Um, people were were saying uh, the general public. I should. I I'm, I need to put that in quotes because not everybody's as a Marvel fan as some of us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not saying that we're hardcore. We know everything about everybody, but we're I a little. We're a little we're a little more than my dad or my wife going to watch it. You know what I'm saying? My wife's just watching a movie. Um, A lot of people bashed on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. They said it was terrible, like terrible. They're Mm -hmm. saying this is the downfall of Marvel movies. This is they've been saying that. And and, and I'm not going to lie. We haven't got epic, crazy, epic movies like we did back in the day. Don't get me wrong. But they're still good content. They're not trash. Yeah. I still enjoy them. Uh, there's a couple pieces here and there from Marvel. Uh, like She-Hulk, I wasn't a huge fan of. I get what they were going with it. Um, there's a couple cool. pieces here and there that I'm not a fan of. And, and mm-hmm. I, I can admit that. But I do like the direction that Marvel's going. The funny and yet still serious. I feel like I could take my kid to this movie. Yeah. And as an adult, I can like the fight scenes. Where like Guardians of the Galaxy, I think that was perfectly done. Where it was like, hey, we don't need to be too serious, mm-hmm. like a Dark Knight kind of movie, but yet we can also have those fight gritty scenes with with being able to take our kids. You know what so, I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, and so I think like, Guardians kind of cemented that mm-hmm. being it's okay to be funny and have a good action movie. You know what I'm well, saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. If you think about it, Guardians took like a pretty big risk because it it really changed. <laughs> changed the way that that the marvel movies were looked at um because before that there wasn't like a whole lot of comedy to it Mm -hmm. but then they realized like if it's done right people are gonna love it yeah that Uh, and the first ant-man that the same risk and yeah and they made those two films super unique and super good so the other thing i was gonna say too is the one thing that i've always appreciated about the ant-man um line yeah yeah is they're not afraid to make fun of themselves. They don't take themselves too serious. Yeah. Like um, it was, yeah. I don't think it was in the, the, the actual movie, but there was a trailer of the original Ant-Man where Scott Lang's like, Ant-Man, who came up with that name? Like that's stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't remember if it made the actual cut, but I remember seeing that. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like you have this character. Kind of a, it's, it's kind stupid of stupid character. Yeah. Yeah. But yet Especially they, Scott's version. Yeah, but yes, they have this ability to, to, to run with it and be like, we know it's a weird character. We're going to do weird things with it. And so that's why I think um, 100%. the weirdness works with Ant-Man. Uh, but it, again, it's just kind of a trend that, that I've noticed that I feel like, and I don't, I hope it's not the case. And I know that the MCU can change if they want to. Um, yeah. But it just feels like the last few movies have tried to replicate that Guardians 
but haven't quite nailed it. More specifically, Love and Thunder, but I, I just wasn't wasn't too I would, satisfied uh, with that tone. I would I, I have to relook, but I would challenge that notion very strongly. I think there might be three films total mm-hmm. since the first Guardians that actually try to emulate what Guardians was. Uh, and I think the ones that haven't haven't done very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, With the exception the, of Ragnarok, I think Ragnarok did it pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I enjoy Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy that movie. I watch it all the time. The the more risky films you've seen in the last couple of well, last phase and a half, give or take. Uh, like, I'll throw one out there that's like very different than the rest of them that everyone hated. The Eternals. Mm-hmm. That was a. Oh, it, it, that, in my opinion, from a cinematic perspective, which is what um, I forgot the uh, director's name, but what she brought to the table was the independent mm-hmm. film kind of looking thing. Uh, it, I think it played well for what the Eternals were. I like that movie. And I I'm, do too. I'm in the minority there, I think. Uh, yeah. Not here, but in the minority amongst people. Yeah, uh, I love the movie. But that's that's an example to me of like, okay, we're trying a different direction. That was mm-hmm. definitely a more serious tone for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a more... Uh, uh, I would say like Dunish, more Dune yeah. kind of dry tone, uh, and it got just destroyed because it didn't follow what the MCU typically yeah. does. I think the only real mistake that happened with the Eternals is killing Icarus. Oh yeah, I don't think he's dead, but yeah. um, I was sad though. Yeah, but I feel like had they introduced these characters maybe throughout some of the movies leading up to it it would have made it a little bit easier to follow just because you're dropping like eight people in and it's hard to get invested in eight people in such a short amount of time. Uh, But like if there was a little hint or even, even if they just did the post-credit scene where they introduced a couple people Mm -hmm. a couple Mm -hmm. times, like 30 second clip of explaining who they are, building it up. But there really wasn't any build up to that. I don't remember if that was because of COVID or anything. It could, could have been. Uh, but there, there wasn't any kind of buildup. It was just like, boom, here we are. Yeah, I do yeah, have. So, uh, like, oh, wait. Wait. so, so to, just to capitalize, what, what, exactly what we just brought down. Out of the thirty-one movies, uh, ratings-wise, the last three, number twenty-nine is Thor: Love and Thunder. Out of all the movies, this is mm-hmm. the twenty-ninth. Thor: Dark World. Number, huh? Thor: Dark World's <laughs> got to be down there too. Or Iron Man three. I don't know. Number, I, think, I think people number wait, check it. Number 30 is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And the last one has the worst rating out of all of them. Is 31 is the Eternals. Is and that this is off of rotten tomato kind of What's like this oh. point. You know what well, I mean? Like the critics. I don't critic. I take this with a grain. Critics. I take this with a grain of salt because yeah, um, yeah because people who are like I don't get it. What happened to the last dude who played Black Panther already? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. people don't care. You know what well, I mean? What's number one in that list? That would tell us everything you need to know. Uh, like, number one's probably right, Endgame. The, no, it's Black Panther. And then the it's at 96. And then um, Endgame at 94. And then it goes Those aren't Iron the two Man. best films in the MCU, in my opinion. So, so. I'll, re- I'll flash them real quick. And it's it's uh, Iron Man, Ragnarok, Spider-Man No Way Home, Homecoming, Guardians high, like- 1. Um, Homecoming tied to a Marvel Avengers, just the regular Avengers, mm-hmm. Shang-Chi, Far From Home, also Civil high. War, uh, Winter Soldier, the regular Doctor Strange, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, then it's Infinity War, 
Guardians 2, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Ant-Man, then it's Captain America, Miss Marvel, Black Widow, Ant-Man, oh, Iron Man 3, Thor, uh, Ultron, Iron Man 2, Doctor Strange, Matt, <laughs> Madness, uh, The Incredible Hulk beat uh, mm -hmm. the Dark World, and then it's Thor, it Ant-Man, yeah, and uh, then the Eternals. But yeah. That's, yeah. I, I don't agree yeah, with this at all, but no, this is terrible. that's just a critic's Rotten Tomato. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> so my last, my last touch on this Ant Man topic because we discussed it last week. Andrew, mm -hmm. I respect yeah. your opinion. Uh, it's trash, but we I think. think you know, I, no, no, I respect it. I do no, actually. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't think it was a bad movie. Like, no, I, I agree with you a, on almost everything you brought up. Everything. I have one gripe that I thought of this last week, and um, it's specific to Ant Man. Um, I think they shied away a lot. And this is I gotta like explain a little bit from what made the first two Ant Man's great and or unique per se. Um, the shots in the first film, the shot where he's in the tub and he's mm -hmm. itty bitty and the water's coming, that made Ant Man feel so unique. Mm -hmm. uh, where he's yeah. running this little like diorama hotel thing and then shooting the gun at him, that yeah. made Ant Man super unique. Uh, when he has to do a heist that goes through these really small squares of lasers and get into a tube. That made Ant Man unique. Yeah. Uh, when they're fighting and he gets electrocuted as Ant Man in the little bug trapper, yeah. it makes Ant Man unique. Uh, in the second film, when they're fighting in the kitchen, that's probably one of the best scenes, like shot wise, mm -hmm. in the MCU. And none of those types of scenes happen in this movie whatsoever. And it broke my heart because it made Ant Man so unique and different and like yeah. fun and anti that, like, I just missed that part of it when I thought about it. Yeah, I actually had the thought when I was watching the movie, and you reminded me of this, that the parts where he goes giant, uh, it, it felt weird because I'm like, well, he's super tiny right now, but he's able to go big. It, it just, I don't know why. For some reason, I was like, that. I'm having a hard time making sense of that. Um, so I actually watched a little bit on it. Some of the directors were talking about, about that, that the, the Ant-Man in this movie, people were complaining that he didn't do anything unique. Mm -hmm. He wasn't, he didn't go tiny and well, like, run up gang. You know what I mean? And then maybe punch him in the face under his suit, whatever it was. Um, or go in there and break his tech, what, whatever mm -hmm. it was. They they put all their in emphasis in showing that that was the biggest Ant-Man has ever been. And I, I, I understand where they were going, but I don't think they captured it. I don't think... But you know what I'm the saying? He's ever been because he's tiny in the quantum realm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. He, he's tiny. To technically, he's yeah. So they were trying to emphasize on how big he was, but I don't right. think they got it. Also, too, the fact that his daughter got the same size as him first try. You know what I mean? Like those are those weird little paradox things that I just drive me nuts. But. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch up on one last thing that I just remembered is, is kind of a complaint that I yeah. had, and then we'll go into our next topic. Yeah, um, for sure. The, the very last thing, and I felt like the movie could have left me wanting so much more with a cliffhanger. Because um, we obviously know that there's like a, there's a cliffhanger with the Kings, but like an Ant-Man cliffhanger. So the part where the portal closes down and it's just Wasp and Ant-Man. They get I feel like, nowhere. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, boop, 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 boop. no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
if 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 the film could have been like taking it to the next level, it would have been like, hey, we're gonna look for them. We're not gonna give up until we find them, because then it also also mirrors what they did for Janet, to where they were searching for her. But now you have two people that have an opportunity to get even closer because really that's the only time they express like feelings for each other is at the end. Um, and then they're just rescued like it's nothing. But it could have been, and they didn't even have to make like another movie about it, but just explain how they've had time to be together. Their relationship has grown. They're that much yeah. stronger together. But you don't remember just to, to sorry, real quick, because that, that would have been a plot hole though in the movie if that happened. Because in the very beginning, the reason why they get sucked in is because. Cassie made that sonar for the mm -hmm. quantum realm to find Scott easily. Yeah. Yeah. So if they would have left him there, it would have been like, well, the whole point of us going in the first place is because Cassie built this thing that obviously yeah. worked because they found them and he and she found them. Uh, like it would have been like. Yeah, but I thought that gets destroyed by Janet. I thought she smashes it. She pulls the chip out. But by then, it, it, she pulls the chip, the little power cord chip out. Uh -huh. And then uh, it goes down and she's. She's like calm, and then it sparks back up because, which they never explained, by the way, real quick, yeah. because something sparked it back up to suck him back in. Right. Uh, no, Modok did the, the in the theory. The, the King, well, in the lineup, it's supposed to be Modok who's the one who pulls them back. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, makes sense. But that, that's I had the same thing, and there, there I was watching Screen Rant or some something, and they were like. One of the Easter eggs, and all it's it, it, it Modoc hints to it, you know what I mean? That he's the one who pulled them in, but it's very you know generic. In that yeah, sense. that's that line where he's like, Thanks for sending that signal, Cassie. Yeah, there you uh, go. Oh, okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you said that it reminded me of it. But yeah. all right, let's change topics real quick. Uh, so let's talk about this new haunted mansion trailer that was just dropped, I, I think, yeah. today, right. Yeah. Um, oh well, I, I don't know if it dropped today. I think it dropped last night or sometime yeah, yesterday. Yeah. But I I got a chance to watch it earlier today, mm. and um, I was blown away. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I was, I'm stoked for the movie. I think it's a fresh cup of Joe. Um, I love what Disney's doing with it. Um, I love the actors, and I don't know if you Andrew, did you happen to see the trailer? Mm -hmm. What do you think of it, Matt? Uh. Uh, yeah, sorry, cough. No, no, you no, said no, Andrew, no. then you, then you yeah. the me, <laughs> threw me off. Threw me off. Uh, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> good. Um, so, um, to, to kind of elaborate a little bit more on what you said, Steve, I'm excited for it as well. Uh, the direction Disney's going in with it isn't all kitty and Disney ish. Uh, like I thought the original Haunted Mansion was, in my opinion, kind of tacky. Good. Don't get like, listen, I'm the biggest Disney fan in the world. Don't kill me out there, Haunted Mansion fans. Anyway. Oh, uh, oh, oh, I'm back. I'm back. back. Man, that's getting, getting choppy. Uh, anyways, yeah, uh, I'm trying to get him. Yeah, so massive Disney fan got married there. Uh, you'll be hard pressed to find someone who knows more about Disney history, like just stupid things, than me. Love Disney. Uh, the Honda Mansion, the first one, tacky, kitty, uh, but good because I was a kid and then there's mm -hmm. and I had fun with it. Um, this new one looks more edgy, number one. Uh, it looks a little bit more like dipping the toe in like the actual horror film waters a little bit uh which i'm i'm excited for mm -hmm. uh it's just a different it's like a it's it's the same franchise but like a different like fresh take on it so like when they're cookie cuttering these other live action films like they're making like a pinocchio it's almost cookie cutter to the original mm -hmm. that's cool uh that's that, I'm, I'm fine with that but this one's like a different fresh perspective and different than the first original like, it's not remaking it's not redoing the same yeah. thing. It's remaking the same franchise. 
Uh, Rosario Dawson, I'm excited for. Danny DeVito, who who hates Danny DeVito, right? Everyone likes Danny DeVito. Yeah, everybody. Uh, and then I didn't know. Uh, this is gonna sound bad again because I'm a big Disney fan. I swear, I promise. I didn't know Lakeith Stanfield was like the main the main character. Uh, I just watched him a couple months ago in uh, The Harder They Fall in uh, that old that Western film on Netflix. Love and that movie, dude. He might be my favorite character in that film. And that film is filled with with like amazing Baby. acting mm-hmm. and amazing characters. Uh, yes. So I'm excited for the Key Stan film. I haven't seen him do bad in anything. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, Get Out. Everything right. he's been in, he's he's been good in. Uh, so I'm excited for him specifically and Rosario Dawson in this type of environment of a mm-hmm. film they're trying to build that I that I saw so far. Yeah, dude. The, yeah, so I, I I think oh, there's there's a couple things. Um, I I wasn't crazy about the first Haunted Mansion movie, uh, but I was actually having a, a talk about this with a coworker, and the reason was because the story was just like weird, right? It was mm-hmm. kind of like kitty, but we started comparing like, okay, well, there's not a whole lot to go off of just the Haunted Mansion ride, like. Yep. True. There's not like any lore behind the haunted mansion. There's a couple of things that kind of go throughout the ride, but at the same time, the counter argue was, well, wasn't pirates the same way? So I think for like also this true. to do well, it is true. They just have to have a good story, and I think they could do that with almost any ride. Um, I didn't see the river, river cruise rides ride, but um, movie. Oh, Jungle Cruise. Yeah, Jungle Cruise. It's all right. Um, but I, I feel like you, you have all these things that, that bring nostalgia to adults, children. It brings them mm-hmm. together, but you can't just throw it into a movie and expect it to do well if the story is not good. And True. so you can tell when some of them are like cash grabs versus, you know, we we love the lore behind it or we love the ride and we want to build out on it more. Um, and that's what I think we got with at least the first couple of, of Pirates yeah but just a little, like uh, a little skeptical but i think it could be there's potential yeah i i'm i'm stoked just looking at the cast looking at that the fact that they're not going very like look at like the clothes that the dudes the main character is wearing uh i think is i'm reading here his name's ben in the movie mm-hmm. he just looks like a dude you know what i'm saying it doesn't look like it's all like a cookie cutter disney movie it looks like like disney's trying to go hey we're trying to build lore here and like really open this world up of the haunted mansion and i i i saw things in the background that i'm like oh from the ride Mm -hmm. when he's walking and he sees the same picture frame like three or four times and it's changing a little bit i thought that was cool i was like oh that's like in the ride or when he's in the room in the trailer and all the windows start disappearing and and it's like it just starts getting bigger as a room it's like oh the ride you know i i really like what they did um i hope it's not just like they killed the trailer and then the story sucks. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I hate when movies do that. But the cast with Jared Leto in the movie, like they, they look like they got a yeah, good wide range. Studied. Yeah. It, and I hope Disney does kick it into gear with this movie and really correct themselves because a lot of the a couple of the last movies I feel like dropped the ball. Uh, I think they were more cash grabs, but mm-hmm. um, I hope this. I hope this does well for Disney. You know what I mean? I really do. Totally. Uh, Any last thoughts on that, Matt? Uh, Big Brother Mickey Mouse is always watching, so you know we love you, Disney. Don't don't 
take uh, take Mr. Bucks fan up there with with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Also, too, man, I'm trying to go to uh, Disney, like Paris. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to get like fly all the way over there and get. I'm not trying to go to Paris, Paris, but I'll go to anywhere, anywhere else but Paris. I want to go to Paris. Anyways. I think it'd be cool oh, to hit all of them. All right, let's transition again. I think uh, we can do some slightly unqualified. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, so give me one sec to pull my stuff up. Yeah, as I don't know, the qualified expert of the week is Mr. Steven here. Yeah. Uh, I don't – I mean, he gave me like a little rundown of his topic when I was at his house right now, but uh, he's going to give it to us yeah. now. So, uh, mm -hmm. All right. So what I think I am slightly qualified to talk about is um, I can't speak for all of you guys, but I can speak for myself that I am a definitely a collector. I okay. collect almost not anything and everything, but I do like to collect. Uh, when I see somebody collecting Disney pins, for some reason, it, it get the itch where I want to collect it. And my, I might not have any love for it, but I don't know why I like, I like collecting. I collect comic books, baseball cards basketball cards funko pops all the way to anything and everything right huge huge collector i know matt is a collector too um i don't know about you yet andrew i haven't ever really no i try i try mm -hmm. but i'm like yeah so so my thing to talk about is i like to collect on things that i like mm -hmm. i don't collect for rarity in my in my opinion I do know that there are variants of certain things when collecting um, comic books, alternate art for covers. There's, there's, there is a, there is a rarity when it comes to certain collections, comic books, baseball cards, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, what I wanted to talk about was how I feel, or in the knowledge of some of the other collectors that I talk to, that the rarity is killing the heart of collectors. If that makes mm -hmm. anything, it makes sense. And it, it, I think it, the fact that it's a cash grab for companies, but yet it's a reseller for people who are just trying to make a buck. Right. And I feel that it's, I've been feeling like this for the last year. So I do own a couple stocks here and there. And one of my one of them that I do own is Funko. Um, in the last, let's see, five years, Funko stock uh, during COVID, you know, did go up to about twenty five bucks, twenty twenty five fifty five. Well, right when COVID kind of ended, and everything, all supplies became available again. Mm -hmm. That's when Funko started to mass produce everything. Mm -hmm. um, it was just ridiculous instead of it being like oh this one is a limited edition to fifty thousand, it's like limited edition to two hundred fifty thousand. and right. i feel and what it shows here it shows that market is dropping on everything from comic books even now to ba basketball and baseball cards can you send the, whatever it is like wherever the link is that i have yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um um so my my theory and what I've been in some of the friends that I collect Funko with um, have all kind of came to this conclusion that it's the waters is are now being oversaturated with product 
I it's kind of hard, Andrew, because I want to say, as a collector, as a collector, do you think that the reseller or the corporate capitalist companies like Funko and Disney and all these other companies, do you think that it is a negative thing that they overproduce? Or do you are you guys coming with of let the business just do their own business. You know what I mean? Like, like that everybody should be able to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Or do you think like the fact that there's a chase or a rarity keeps? Do you? I'm. 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 I'm no, I am i am You know what I mean? Because now it's showing the numbers wise that it's not mm-hmm. working for Funko. For Funko, just for Funko. This is because I follow Funko. That's my main collection. So. Um, this morning there was a video released where um, Funko uh, dropped three trucks worth of brand new Funko Pops in boxes into a dump. Like, yeah, and, I saw that. And it, yeah, everybody was going crazy. Like, what the heck? It's they're having so many Funko Pops that they can't even like give them away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, I mean, um, you go like to Walmart, you see like the clearance section just filled with pop- filled, uh, Funko right. too. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm going with that. Do you think that they, that companies, once they find out that they have a niche, they just flood it and kill it? So or... I think there could be a couple things at play. And before I start, I want to express that I am more than slightly unqualified for this. <laughs> <laughs> I am so. so glad you said that. That so, was so epic, dude. Take like, this with a grain of salt because I could be completely <laughs> wrong. But this was this is a thought that I had is okay, so it seemed like for me, and again, feel free to correct me if I start to put my foot in my mouth. Yeah, that I feel like Damn, the hype great. of um collecting and decorating and having cool things in your your room really took a peak right around covid because there was a lot more people in their rooms on zoom mm-hmm. or showing off that kind of stuff and now that that's kind of died down companies haven't they still think that that's what's the trend is when it's not yeah. necessarily the same trend um but i think that's just you know funko as a company needs to be aware of what the trend's going to be uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily anything that the collectors themselves are doing wrong or they're not collecting as much anymore. I think it's there were people who would have been like myself who would have been like, yeah, let's start a collection. Like, I want to put it all in my room. And they're probably a lot like me where they realize I'm not I'm not good at finding this. Uh, it's not for me. So they bought them out. And I feel like the people that are true collectors like you guys are going to continue to go through it and push through it and try to find that really cool stuff. Um, but Funko's got to know what's what's the trend and who's buying and if they're, they're dumping. Yeah. I haven't seen the, the video that you guys are talking about, but you know, I, I can kind of relate with seeing tons and tons of Funkos at you know Walmart or Target just sitting there like not moving. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess the question is, are we, are we talking about Funko specifically or collectors? Just like, collectors in general. Stuff, I just use Funko okay. because I have the stock and I saw it this mm-hmm. this morning and I was like, wow, it, it's dropped dramatically. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'll go piece by piece here because uh, I don't think the collectors market whatever, like 
die away or go down. I think it can only really it can only really increase, in my opinion. Because uh, mm-hmm. as a, as someone who collects something, when you collect like one thing, uh, and then you stop collecting it, you just move on to like another thing to collect. You don't mm-hmm. really stop collecting things, right? Uh, yeah, true. So there's true. always there's always a collector's marketplace because there's always just gonna be. Uh, now where Funko messed up on was the whole basis of like their business model is we own this IP. Let's make 35 different variants of the same exact thing, a uh, part of a different collection. Uh, mm-hmm. But let's make like, we have Mickey mouse. Let's make a Mickey mouse collection for Mickey mouse mm-hmm. and then a Mickey mouse collection for Disney. And then a Mickey mouse collection for this show that Mickey mouse is in. Right. Uh, and that's where Funko messes up at with their oversaturation, specifically Funko. Um, that the limited edition stuff, uh, I, I don't think limited. there's a, well, but I don't, if they're not ma- like mass manufacturing them, like to the millions, uh, which is probably north of the million, if not way more than that Funko collectors in the world, then it's, in my opinion, it's limited edition mm-hmm. where the, like to the point of what, what Steven has said here, if you're a collector collecting for the collection, you don't care about the rarity of the thing in the first right. place. You so if it's limited all. edition 2000 or 200,000, it's still limited edition. The value shouldn't matter to you. If it does, then you shouldn't be collecting the these mass-produced things like the Funkos are. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, you're good. Now, pivoting to the things that I like look into the most, which is like Disney pins. Um, I think Disney pins handles it really well. Uh, the most I've seen for limited edition is like 5,000 maybe. Um, and then they do a thing called limited, uh, release, which is like for a certain period of time, we'll be releasing these mm-hmm. when we stop this period of time, then that's how many, however many are out there are out there at that point. Right. Um, then we have these super ultra rare ones who are like 250, a hundred, and they're worth quite a bit of money depending on like what character or what franchise it is in Disney. Um, that market has, in my opinion, for what I'm seeing, just has a collector on the inside. I collected, started collecting like maybe, like seriously, maybe like five years ago, um, and since then it's just kind of shot up. It really hasn't mm-hmm. gone down yeah. for Disney pin trading. Um, and then I look into like sneakers, which is what something I, I did for for a long time, just because I liked sneakers. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is come, kind of come full circle here with the Funko stuff, which is why I think yeah. it's like a weird thing. Is uh, when Kobe passed away, all his shoes sold out immediately and the prices were gouged beyond belief by resellers. Um, a response for like a response from like Nike or from Vanessa Bryant that she wanted from Nike was stop making these shoes limited edition. I want everyone to have a pair of Kobe says Kobe is this icon and legend. So and the and the shoe community agreed uh, as a whole. We should be able to get access to Yeezys uh, to Kobe's like these are just shoes you want. Um, yeah, we collect shoes, but you're purposely doing this to like limit it for any reason. So to bring it full circle, what I'm trying to say is the collector's marketplace doesn't know what it wants. We either want everyone when they when someone doesn't get a limited edition item, mm-hmm. they're pissed because it's yeah. limited edition and they want it mass produced now. When someone does get a limited sure. edition item, they're happy because they got the item that's limited edition that no one else has that they have that's worth 10 times what it was when you bought it. So 
I don't think it's the company's fault that they're just kind of following the direction of like what it is their specific marketplace is, is like looking for. Um, I just think Funko messes up when they have 10,000 versions of a side character from Friends. Like right. that's what, what gets me the most with Funko specifically. Yeah. So like like with Funko, like I have one here. This is I don't know if you can see it. It's just a Mandalorian with dark dark saber. It's dope. The dark saber lights up. I think it's cool. It's sitting on my desk. Yada yada yada. The one of the things that I hate with with Funko or different companies is, especially with Funko, is they'll release that in a non glow in the dark. Everybody like, oh, I need Mando with the sword. You know what I mean mm -hmm. with the dark saber. So then you're like, hell yeah, dude. You go and you pop it. You buy it, and then. Three months later, oh, Mando's dropping again with the sword, and it glows in the dark. So then you're just like, what? So so, so then you start to go, okay, do I, when something drops, do I just wait for five months after it drops mm -hmm. and then see if they come out to glow in the dark? But then if they go, oh, we're vaulting this this character, so it's not going to redo it anymore. Mm -hmm. Now the, the price just went through the roof, and you're just like, damn, I just wanted a Mando with sword. Now I'm... Um, now I have to come out. I could have got it for 16 bucks. Now I'm paying 48 bucks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For a bobblehead. And you're just like, dude, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? That's why I think that 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 that's why in my head I was like, I pictured all those common friends pops they made that got thrown into the 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 dump because everybody knew that there was gonna be another wave of 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 like a glow in the dark sweater of Joey, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? From Friends, it's like so. Why pay for that? You know what I mean? So, Does it? Do you think it also has to deal with like the relevance of the TV show to? Oh the yeah, age huge. Group? Like, and, and like it also has to do with. I think IPs. we talked about. I think we talked about last time. Like none of us are really like. It might have been the time before, but none of us are really like diehard Friends fans or like. No, not even close. Seinfeld was way better, but they have same. Yeah, I, I I don't. I don't see many people having that same. I gotta get the Funko Pop for Rachel or Ross or something, yeah, well, just because so that's not really like that age group. There I are, uh, there are, I know, right? Um, there are completists, and I did. When you start collecting anything, you want to become a completist. Where right. you, when you, when you, when you, well, like when I started, I collected Batman. When I first started, I collected Batman Arkham. Um, What's the first Batman game? Arkham, not Arkham City, Arkham Asylum. Um, mm -hmm. I started collecting those that wave, and I had to collect all of them. I was like, "Oh, I got to get this." You know what I mean? Um, but as I got older, I was like, "I can't." I'm not older, but as I got so many, I was like, "Where am I going to put all these?" Da, 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 da. So right. I had to, I had to sit back and be like, "What am I going to collect?" I got to collect certain ones because this is getting ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not that old. Friends wasn't mine. <laughs> that was my older brother's. Right, uh, she's old. Yeah. All right, well, let's um, let's. That's pretty much what I had. I, it, it's just what I've been trying to get qualified on, but I still think I'm unqualified in that topic. Well, but that's you, what you I had. Will, you will probably always be infinitely qualified more qualified than, than me on this topic. Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, and just qualified in like, like what's the best food to get you fat? You know, stuff like that. Or yeah, like we talk or like. Hey, I'm kind of qualified in that too. You know what I'm saying? Andrew's also <laughs> qualified in like what's. What's the best thing to have like a receding hairline? That's like yeah. his. Hey, dude, you got a good set of hair, brother. How, how do you how do you keep this bad boy from going back? Got that Stephen yeah, A. Smith uh, forehead there. Yeah. 
I feel like yeah, as of as like the last couple months, like it's gone back. But uh, yeah, you have all the thoughts, man. man. Um, all right. So, um, all right. Let's what is it? Topics. I think I think we want to talk a little bit about Mando. Yeah, that's uh, Matt threw that in the uh, uh, the pile of topics today. So, what you got, Matt? Did anybody watch it? First off, no, nope. mm. not yet. Ooh. Oh, the first. Ooh. Oh, I didn't know it came out. I thought it came yeah, out on came Friday. Out yesterday it came out yesterday. yesterday. No, I haven't watched it. Um. So yeah, another Pedro Pascal show, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, cleaning house. You just with the yeah. broom, just like uh, I'll take that too. I will mm. take that. I I don't. I I yeah. okay. So there was this meme where like it's just like every episode of The Mandalorian, and it was like uh, just Baby Yoda hopping in a ship. Mandalorian, mm-hmm. where do you want to go today? They go somewhere and they fight bad guys and they leave. Mm-hmm. And then someone commented like, "And it's the best show ever, every single time." This was literally the same exact thing as like as that, and I was sitting there like, "This is so good." Still, I can't. I'm I'm so glad the Mandalorian's back, man. Yeah. I just yeah, I love the Mandalorian as a character. Grogu. This the crazy part for me is that as as loved as Grogu is, if Grogu wasn't in it and Mando just went like city to city, planet to planet, just like on some quest, I would mm-hmm. still be fine with it. The, yeah. It's it's good, man. It's. I, it's only 35 minutes, which broke my heart. I was like, I waited a year. Oh, yeah, I was, I was so that. surprised how short, it, how short the announcement was that it was going to be you know, under 40 minutes. Yeah, so, but it's good, man. That he, I don't want to like say anything too much. I'll let you guys watch it yourself and experience mm-hmm. it because it's, yeah. it's really good. But there's a specific scene where um, I forgot that dude's name, his buddy that was like in that town, uh, that was like the head of the bounty hunters in the first season. Um, Grief, grief cargo. Yes. Wait. There's a scene where uh where them two are like uniting again mm-hmm. and like um some people try and come and punk them. And just the aura the Mandalorian just, has, like in that scene, them. <laughs> just the aura that like Mando has on screen is like, man, I just miss this Star Wars old western TV show, mm-hmm. man. I'm I'm I uh, I forgot how much I loved it. I wanted to go back and rewatch the first two or first two seasons again. Like, yeah, yeah it makes me. I just to. love this show, dude. It's so good. The first two seasons and half of Boba Fett. When Mendo got the show, one episode. <laughs> yeah, the, the power episode. episode. So, so I, one of the things that I, I really like about The Mandalorian is I feel like the balance of the parent figure and child works really, really well. And I think it's because everyone wants to know where Grogu's going, Ooh. like, um, and and I think that's that's it's kind of feels like the ultimate trump card because I think, and I don't know if we've ever had this conversation, so I think we'll steer into it because if you think about the title, The Mandalorian, do you think they're talking about Grogu or are they talking about Din? Because Say there's a, a season where little Grogu gets his helmet and he becomes a Mandalorian. Well, he picked it's the best gonna, car armor. Right. It, but it's going to bring whole new meaning to the, even the title of the show. Oh, that, that that's going to be crazy. The Mandalorian is not the person that we've thought is the main character, but it's actually been this Grogu character becoming a Mandalorian. Well, let's take it, let's take it a step further. Let's go deeper. What if them to establish the planet of Mandalore? And I'm saying it's because of the first episode. The mm-hmm. planet of Mandalore again. 
and the Mandalorian now becomes that like just the the blanket statement of like the planet of Mandalore and the Mandalorian like uh, religion crazy. like yeah there's a lot of things that can go on with that um yeah man I think I think you're right about the Grogu thing I just I could do with or without him he's great he's not mm-hmm. I don't like I don't just like him love him to death uh but to me I think I think besides the first season if you pulled like Grogu out of there and you gave him like a, a sack of spice he had to protect instead of mm-hmm. Grogu I think it's, just became, oh, yeah. it's almost just as good yeah. Uh, just because of that that old western town town gunner feel. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree with you. does too. Yeah, I just think that's like you have almost an infinite character that you can take any direction. Yeah. Because there's not an actor that's associated with him. He's completely CGI or puppet, so he can age as fast or as slow as you want. He can be relevant for as long as you want versus, you know, someone like Pedro, he's going to have opportunity that might seem more appealing to him, or he might just get sick of a contract and be out. I hope that's not the case. Cause I think he does the character would, really well. They would, would never that leave guy. Us. Yeah. He would never leave us. If he does, dude, they would hunt that man down. Right. But who, you know who's I mean? to say that, you know, he gets tired of playing that character or that character's arc comes to an end. Yeah, True. that's going to happen at some point. You can still yeah. keep the name of the Mandalorian, but transfer it to a Force-sensitive Mandalorian that could potentially bring the balance of Mandalore, wielding the Darksaber but the all problem, here. But the problem becomes that he's supposed to be 50 years old already, and he's a freaking baby. Didn't Din and Jaren have to be like, what, yeah. 200 years old? Before Grogu can even think about being trained to be like the king of Mandalore, but also too like if to say every say every, say everything that we say is right. Say Grogu becomes Mandalorian, yada yada yada. How does that play in with the Star Wars movies that are after it? The Ray and mm-hmm. the, um, you know, does whatever. It, it doesn't, but it's like, wouldn't you think that would be referenced in a way, or no. you know what I'm saying? I don't think like, it has to. If you have I, the I, first, if you have the first order blowing planets up, just like the Death Star did, everybody's gonna. It's it, it has it impacts everybody because if we're if me and you, Andrew, are talking, and all of a sudden this guy has laser shoot through out of his eyes and just blows his dude to pieces, we don't just go off and walk away like. That it, it does have something to do with us now because but the, but the outer rim doesn't the jurisdiction mm-hmm. of the outer rim never is touched by the empire or the first order. I, I think the that, outer rim. Yeah, I think the jurisdiction is the Mandalorians have never really taken a side, nor have they cared what conflict is going on. So them seeing another conflict is like that's nothing new to us. We've been trying to figure our crap out for years. True, that uh, is true. They've been at like civil war. So I, I don't think that they would see even the first order and be like, whatever. We got our own. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who's the new ruler, who's going to come take the next throne. Uh, so I, personally, that's what I think is they, even if they try to tie it into the sequels, I don't even think they, they have to go that route. So this is my prediction. This is what I'm throwing out there. And this is what I'm going with. Mando gets in a fight with somebody. Mando's about to kill somebody who's maybe shouldn't die mando's going crazy and he's about to just cut kill somebody 
and Grogu kind of force stops him, you know, he's like, hey, don't kill him, or you don't mm-hmm. need to kill. And I think Grogu force stops him, pulls the saber, and like receives the saber, saying that Grogu beat him in battle. You know what I mean? And now Grogu is this like 50-year-old baby leader of you know what I'm saying? Like I that's what I that's what I think it's gonna it would be cool because it gives Grogu the, the, the reins, but yet at the same time doesn't make him look weak. See this hand right here? See this? Reach. Reach. Y'all are reaching for Grogu to be the main character. Leave Din alone. Din Jarrett is be. doing just fine. No, if, if Lucasfilm slash Disney knows it's best for them, they're keeping Din Jarrett as the mm-hmm. poster for Star Wars as long as humanly possible. Right. I'm talking like that. 10 years from now, Pedro Pascal is still signing another 10-year contract. Yeah. Like He's building that house. He needs to be money. the... And Grogu yeah. can still be there throughout the whole thing. But like the emphasis on, a, on this little creature doesn't speak English. Like <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's too much. We're expecting too much from 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 this little thing. That's like, what that's, I think is going to happen. I think that's more than for a dynamic of Mando having having a, a personal connection to something other than just bounty hunting and killing. Mm-hmm. Like it just it just makes the character grounded. It doesn't to me. It doesn't symbolize or mean that he's going to be anything crazy going forward. Uh, yeah, I think it grounds Mando to like to something to like care for something instead of like being this careless soulless guy that walked around that could hold his own and i think it it just they did it to introduce him to ahsoka for whatever they're gonna do with her uh eventually when they bring ezra in and sabine because Sabine's gonna be a mandalore um Mm -hmm. like grogu was just the center point to make all these things happen uh and to for me and I don't, I don't, it's not far fetched. Like, you guys are like onto something. Don't get me wrong. I, I kind of want to see it happen. But I think if they want what's successful for their brand and IP going forward, you lock Pedro Pascal into a lifetime contract. Well, well yeah, I'm that's, talking about a Stanley yeah. on the deathbed doing cameos kind of contract. Mm-hmm. And, and I yeah. think they could definitely do that. But uh, again, him as a character, he's finite in how long he can live in the show, how long the actor wants to play it. Versus you have a character that will live nine times as long. <laughs> yeah, old like me. Uh, <laughs> but is it's nice. also not associated with any kind of cast. There's, yeah. They could they could run that for, in my opinion, longer than they could run Mandal- uh, the Mandalorian. Associated now. They could run it right now with a Grogu kids show. You know what I mean? Like... On Mandalore, you know what I mean. They could they could milk that until all the yeah. I think they tried to do those with those little man or uh, Grogu shorts, but I don't think they those caught on very well. Well, they're making a a Jedi Youngling show. They don't need to do anything else other than that Mm -hmm. for the kids, honestly. I wonder how it's gonna end though. Like the last finale is like them look at the window. Oh, Master Skywalker's here, and then boom, that's the end of the series. Like, like, please log in with your mother or father's email address (laughs) by age group to see the final episode. A series finale called Jedi Temple, oh, <laughs> or just call it the Holocron. And it's just no, 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 no. Holocron. <laughs> and, and the the last episode's called uh, Master Anakin Paints Houses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, <God>. instead <laughs> of the Irishman, Jedi Master, Tatooine instead of the Irishman. That'd be crazy. Oh, but 
That sucks. If you don't get that reference, I am very sad for your life because that was hilarious. Yeah, they don't pay houses, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, neither one of us have seen The Mandalorian. Uh, Would you say the new episode lives up to it? It's. Uh, I have no clue what direction they're going in. Uh, Oh, that's good. The plot isn't like the greatest, like, it's not the greatest cliffhanger in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is like a, a purpose for like his initial journey, yeah, which mm-hmm. I think is good, which we all could have guessed when we saw the Boba Fett thing. Um, mm-hmm. you got if you guys watch like the episode of Boba Fett, what he says to her, uh, after she says you're not Mandalore anymore is exactly what he's going to do. Like, it's it's yeah, I pick up from that. Um, so it's nothing like to guess or go crazy at what's going to happen on Mandalore. I don't I have no clue, yeah, uh, but. The, just like, just seeing Mando on his own TV show again, man. Just yeah. I love it. I love it's it so much. Long. It's yeah, been man. too long. So I think we 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 run with this Mandalorian topic a little bit longer because I want I want to kind of speculate and kind of get our thoughts of what could happen this season. So I already gave uh, mine. I'm I'm out of that one. I gave you what, what I think is going to happen. Okay. I think there's going to be a war. Final fight. Grogu pulls it. Grogu just hits him with the DX from the top turnbuckle and he okay. just takes over. All right. What do you think, man? Um, so I think there's going to be a more unifying aspect of the Mandalorian people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's fallen into some technical my back? difficulties. You're back. My yeah, back, yeah, you're, you're back. back. You're back. You're back. You're back. Okay. Oh, my God, again. No, you're still here. Okay, you're so there's going to be a more unifying aspect to the Mandalorians. I that think the last season we saw a lot of, and even in Boba Fett, uh, oh my gosh, no, it doesn't. Mando literally yes. has the best theme song. Um, I agree 100% with Rebecca. <clears throat> anyways, so um, fire. from what I've seen so far, the fraction of the tribes of Mandalore uh, is going to be a very, very, very strong point. Mm-hmm. Um and and the unification of the Mandalorian people will be emphasized more than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think he's gonna go on Mandalore, which is you know that's probably gonna be the next episode or two, um, and kind of clean the planet up, kind of revisit some old things that bring back flashbacks. Um, but I think above all, what happens is the end of this season ends with. Mando swallowing his pride and swallowing whatever kind of isolation issues he has and says, you know what? My people need a leader. I'm going to step up finally and be a leader that I know I can be because my, my people need me at this point. Um, he's going to discover, I think, the different tribes besides his own mm-hmm. um, and what they stand for um, and what they bring to the country or, or not country, planet of Mandalore. Um, I think his confliction of him thinking quote-unquote this is the way versus like what the actual mandalorian way is is going to come into play very heavily mm-hmm. um i think what's gonna happen is gonna realize that his his people were kind of th- the ones that were being you know the aggressors or the ones being the the perfectionists right. while the rest of mandalore was trying to just find a leader to 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 lean on and i think he's going to become that that's what i think happens i don't think anybody beats him in hand-to-hand combat i think even if the grogu thing happens like the the like Per the rules of what Moff Gideon and they established with Bo-Katan, he can't just give up. Mm-hmm. It's either a fight to the death or a fight till someone yields, but like yeah. an actual fight. Because even Mando was like, I yield, because he didn't want it. He tried to give it to Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. 
and she she couldn't take, take it. it. Yeah, uh, it's not that she didn't; she couldn't. She couldn't per Mandalore rules. Mm-hmm. Um, that also comes into play in the first episode, by the way. That exact thing with Bo Katan. But mm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so here's what I'm hoping for. I think one, we have a really good opportunity to see Mandalore the first time in live action. So yes. I, I think I think that'll be. I don't think there's there's a way that they can really mess that up. I think, and what I would like to see is this conflict that's doesn't really make Bo-Katan a villain, but there's definitely conflict because that's what she's been chasing her whole life is that leadership. First episode. First episode. Awesome. All right, cool. Okay, I love cool. that they that they go that way, but also that she can't take it without a fight because mm. there's a saying that if you take it without a fight it brings the downfall of Mandal- of Mandalore yeah which they've kind of speculated I don't think they've gone into a whole bunch of details but in rebels mm-hmm. Sabine gets the dark saber and then the purge happens mm-hmm. yeah so I think it would be cool if they're able to link those two things together and explain that it has to be taken by force because that's how Mandalore is. Do I think the Mandalorian or Din is going to be the leader? I don't. I don't really want him to be the leader. I think it could be cool, but yeah, I think, I think it'd be dope. I think he's a traveler. Um, I think there might be a time where he tries to to rally to put the people together, but at the same time, by doing that, that puts a target on his head that he might not want because he's got this connection to Grogu that he wants to be there for this this kid. And so I think ultimately he's going to fight Bo-Katan, lose to her, not necessarily lose, but she's going to rightfully get it back. And that could lead to something else, which I think would be really cool, just a straight Bo-Katan story or how that's going to tie into the Ahsoka show um, because yeah. those those characters are very intertwined. Yeah, we know some memes coming, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I'm very excited. It's been it's been too long. I think this this uh, drought of the Mandalorian has has they they yeah. way too long, and there wasn't enough good content in between to really fill it. I'm telling you, yeah, we we, that yeah. that tile screen hits the first time. You're like, oh my god, the Mandalorian's yeah. back. Uh, my wife was here, and I, I was watching it during lunch. And I was like, I, you have no clue right now. Just hearing this song, I am so <laughs> excited right now for the 30 minutes of my life. Yeah, there's there's honestly there's not very many shows that my wife will like look me dead in the eyes and be like, do not watch that without me. And the Mandalorian's one of them. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, she's like, I don't I want to watch you watch it almost. because uh, she yeah. likes the reaction. But all right, let's uh, I think that was a, a, a good time to transition into our final section of doing some fun games brought to us by yeah. the one the only Mateus. Let's do this. Yes. Yeah, so I am your humble, gracious, grateful, amazing, greatest of all time. Better than Steve player. Harvey, game host. Um, Steve Harvey, if you're listening, you're not. But if you are, uh, I'm better than you. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I have a cough. I've been a little bit sick, but it's okay. Uh, so this game. Let's go. Game time, long, baby. I, I had to make up my own descriptions because this is I, – I, I, a lot of time went into this game, right? This okay. is called – Name that movie. 
poorly explained plot edition. Oh, this is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna give you throw your hands up and give those hands. He ain't cheating. I'm gonna give you a poorly explained plot. You're going to tell me the plot. Uh, we will we can do it one of two ways. I can ask one person and they can uh do like a point system 100 100 points, uh, 50 points if you want a hint, uh, and then switch to the other person, or I can just say the plot and y'all can just like. Ding ding, ding and, and do it yourself. It's up to y'all. Right, I say ding 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 ding. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go uh, a little easy okay. on the first two. All right, they're easy to me, but that's because I wrote them. Uh, okay, so <laughs> <clears throat> all right, a group this. of people spend an absurd amount of time trying to return jewelry. Trying to return jewelry. Okay, we need so, thoughts out loud because we need to. This is a, a podcast. group of people. Okay, I think no, 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 no. Say it again, one more time, please. One more time. A group of people spend an absurd amount of time trying to return jewelry. Gosh, he's gonna give us like a Harry Potter one, and it's gonna gonna be like, you guys call yourself Harry Potter fans. (laughs) Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is correct. Uh, Lord of the Rings is correct. As one point for Mr. Con A Z Steven. Hey, you know what's uh, crazy? Because I was about to say, he's probably going to do some stupid thing like, oh, it's Lord of the Rings. And I was like, wait, it is dude's trying to return jewelry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys are seeing now what, what this yeah, is yeah, going to be. See it, I see it. All right. Next one. And what a woman has an awful job interview. So she runs away and joins the army. G.I. Jane? Incorrect. She joins the army. Awful job interview. Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, uh, a woman has an awful job interview, <laughs> so she runs away and joins the army. Ooh, the Mulan chat is, is saying good. Mulan. That's, that's, that's a pretty good. good. Mulan. Uh, she joins the army. She has a terrible job interview. I'm trying to think of like, Gosh, yeah. Army and female. Hey, can, we, can, can we get one hit? One hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, shoot. Uh, is it animated? John? It's animated. Or, it's animated. I'm it's not Mulan? It's, it's Mulan. Mulan. I, I need you guys to guess, not them. Oh. All right. I oh. need you guys. Uh, listen, she had a listen. bad job interview, and she. Didn't. I need you guys. Listen yeah, to me uh, very carefully okay. to close your chats right this second. Oh damn it! <laughs> and I need you guys. Hey, that was Becca, you. one of our uh, followers, and yeah. uh, you know. I also need you guys to I look directly into the camera the whole time, just like that. It's a little creepy, without but, blinking. No, if you're going to look away or to the side, your eyes need to be closed where I can see them visibly because the chat is ruined. Screen. A damn I'm good full. plot that I had written. I'm full screen. All right. Yeah. Next one. Two screens. <laughs> a broke man commits identity fraud so he can manipulate a group of school children. Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, Incorrect. No, School of Rock. School of Rock is Ooh, correct. Yeah. That's two for Steven. Let's go, baby. Edgar. Jack Black. I like when he goes, I'm pretty sure your children have touched me. And I'm and pretty I sure I've touched, touched your children. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's classic. All right. It's two for Steven. Uh, All right. Get in the game. Yeah, you better step it up. Uh, so, an old man gets really childish. Uh, curious case of Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button is correct. That is Fred Grizzly. Dang. That's up. I was going to say up. I was going to say up. 
The last man on earth finds the love of his life while collecting garbage. Holly. Oh, I got that. That's a tie. That's a tie. In my headset, it was a tie. What? So, yo, <laughs> chat, run that back. Run it back. I will watch the, the replay. That's a, that's a three, a three, two. Uh, three, two score. All right. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit vulgar. But I'm gonna, it's just what I wrote, all right? So it is what it is. All right. A young boy and an old man go to extraordinary lengths to make the boy's parents have sex. Back to the future. Back to the future is correct. Wow. <laughs> that, is that two or one? It's, it's two, it's, right? It's, it's tied. It's, no, it's, it's the first one. No, 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 no. It's the first one. That's the plot of the first one. Is that the second yeah, part of the second one? Because he's getting erased in the first the one. The second one is Biffy. Yeah, that's when he goes. Yeah, okay. The first one is Biff. I'm sorry. The second one is uh, Marty Jr. Uh, all right, it's tied. This, this is this is is this the last line. question? This was supposed to be like it's supposed to be like six questions, but they will have ruined it. So like, wasn't uh, supposed okay. to be tied by this yeah, point, yeah. but it is. So here even is even better. Yeah, here, here is the uh, the final one. Uh, a Charlotte, North Carolina man persuades his girlfriend to kill his ex boss after he was fired for not doing his job for three months. This is a difficult one. A very difficult long. one. This is long. Say it's it long. Let me say it again. All right. A Charlotte, North Carolina man persuades his girlfriend to kill his ex-boss after he was fired for not doing his job for three months. This is not it, an easy one. So the, the okay. Carolina man is, is referenced to something. Like, is it like... A Charlotte, that, North Carolina man. Oh, Charlotte. So I don't know why this is coming to my head, but I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, Forrest Gump. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It just okay. That was the first thing that popped into my head. Convinces his girlfriend to kill his... Persuades, but yes. Give us a hint. You, uh, I, this one's hard to give hints. Um, is uh, it animated? No, it's, it's live action. It's live action. No, it, it, it in the what, film what about like the a, characters a established to be from Charlotte, North Carolina. I don't know the year. I mean, you have the power of Google right next to you. That's true. Let me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Literally, you can ask you want, any question you want. You want the year that it was in the film? No, no. just when the film was came. What came out? Two thousand nine. It was definitely gonna be hard one. Two thousand nine. Yeah. 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 Why did why did the chat guess Space Jam? This has <laughs> just because Michael Jordan went to NC. Is it fake? Yeah, Space exactly. Jam? <clears throat> Man, this is a hard one because. And for the record, the person like in the film is who went who's from Trent, North Carolina, not the actual actor. Horrible bosses. No, oh, why is the chat open for you? I thought I started to close not... the chat. It was oh sorry. Yeah, was, uh, close the chat. <laughs> it pops up on my screen. I gotta close the whole thing. Uh, um, I've never even seen Horrible Bosses either, so I don't even know the plot like that. Okay, um, I I know it. I know it. This is Avatar. Is you think it's Avatar? I think it's Avatar. I the way I, you thought this is Avatar? Are you kidding me? Right I don't now? know. I'm just guessing. This, this is, is probably. Bunk. Oh, this, I got it. Avatar this two was a game changing <laughs> film. So Avatar was a game-changing film in 2009. I'm like going through 2009 movies. Can I Google 2009 uh, movies? It was it was Avatar. Andrew got it correct. Yes, let's go. Is it? Hey, hey, hey hell of an explanation though, right? Hey, how did you how did you get to Avatar? 
Um, so the only thing that I could think of was when he said it didn't do his job for three months. Yeah. It was because I he like runs off and he's with the, the Pandorian Navi. people, the Navi. 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 Yeah, it's good. That was good. That was good. Talk yeah. about that comeback. That was a. I think that was good. Yeah, you were. That was. I didn't see his hands right. that whole time, but you know. That was Red and Link dart throwing for the for the international dishes comeback right there, my friend. Yeah, man, dude. That's what's up. Good game or what? That that, that was, was pretty good. good. That, was, that was really good. good. That was real good. And it plays Thanks, well for chapter, the pod. Like, come on. It, it did not help me out, chat. I was trying to cheat, and you guys are freaking horrible bosses. Honestly, I, it, it put so much anxiety on me. Especially when you got three up and I didn't have anything. Yeah. <sighs> Back to the future. I didn't even think about that. To be honest with you, I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, that, was that was good. The was the really one, one I thought was going to be like the easiest one, but I I, I, you... I changed the word because <coughs> excuse me, I said the job interview thing. Then I said, then mm-hmm. steals her dad's stuff and goes to the army. Yeah, that would have been that, a dead giveaway. Yeah. So I just said Wait. ran away and went to the army. <laughs> So is the live action Mulan? She gets fails an interview and goes, or is that oh, an anime he's, one? He's talking it's about poorly explained. She, remember, poorly yeah. explained. So she's when she does the, the thing uh, with the with the marital stuff uh, and she yeah. does bad at it, it's a failed job that's, interview. Yeah. Same way that that's I said true. a man instead of a robot for Wally. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. So, that was an easy one, Becca. You would never would have got any of those. Zero. You'd have been. I didn't realize that that guy is from North Carolina in Avatar. Shy North Carolina, my friend. I, hey, listen, I did my is that research. Like at the brother. beginning, all right. He's like North Carolina when he's like dreaming. I think it's the very beginning when he's talking about how, how his brother died and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, That's cool. so I'm gonna post something right here in um, the chat. When oh, fellas, 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 who's this? Uh, somebody wrote in. Um, mm. They missed last week. Two Stop cents, Matt. Villains. Matt, you want to hit this one real quick before yeah. we uh, say goodbye? Yeah, yeah, Knock yeah. Apart. Uh, so uh, my good friend Jason here, we we worked at Best Buy together. We talked Marvel all the time, direction, everything like that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, talking about wasting Miller, talking about Modoc. Uh, Modoc was never going to be a superstar villain mm-hmm. ever, uh, nor should he be. Um, talking about Kang and this version of Kang, spoilers and this version of Kang, uh, you know. Yeah dying he's not dead uh i think what you missed last week jason is i said that my my theory is that he's in the beyond he's going to be the beyonder uh he's going to be the one that pulls the strings at the end of the day um the the other kings feared him for a reason um Mm -hmm. and they they banished him outside of the where the rest of them are at because they were terrified of him specifically uh that includes immortus who is the last living king of all time is even terrified of this version of king um, so I think, I think one, I think there's going to be plenty of Kings to go around. Like don't fret about this version mm-hmm. of Kang, uh, dying Two, he's going to come back in, in the beyonder mm-hmm. as the beyonder, probably, uh, yeah. three, I'm more excited to see what they do with Victor timely in Loki season two. Yeah. Uh, also he, he hints that he has seen how it ends. So I think, I think you're spot on. I think he's, he's not done. He knows it, it, it might be a different version of him, but uh I yeah, I don't think I don't think he's gone. At I think all. I think Modoc was perfect kill him. I think it was a terrible character. Yeah, I don't here. know. I don't know what, what more you could have done with Modoc. Especially um, inside the quantum realm. He's stuck there unless they mm-hmm. get him out. If if he was more of like a galaxy based character, I think you could have kept him around. Um, but I, I don't I I don't see 
I don't see him interacting. Yeah. Plus, he he's an Avenger. He's not. I mean, you know, he's yeah. not a villain. What, what other what other villains does uh, Jason feel like got killed off? Yeah, every single one of them. Yeah, every every <laughs> one. Stephen Stephen feels the same way. I think I think what really puts emphasis behind that notion is only one villain, and it's Killmonger. If mm-hmm. you leave, if Killmonger never dies, this this like talk of villains like staying alive wouldn't even matter because none of them mattered to, until Killmonger. Mm-hmm. True. Honestly, though, like I I remember one of the high moments of Black Panther was was when Killmonger dies because I was like I was like no don't like. And so I feel like if they didn't, it it, it, it takes that away from it. But I would have been happy yeah. if it was around. But See, I remember I wish... like feeling like, dang it, no, like they could have kept him. Yeah, they really See, messed I... up with that one. Especially I think they messed looking up with back him. at it now with the whole Black Panther with Chadwick passing away. Yeah, you would have been perfect, dude. Known. Yeah, dude, There's his no redemption arc would have been so cool. Yeah, yeah but you I'll keep the door open. Is the point? Yeah, I also think they messed up with Ultron. I I liked Ultron as a villain. I think that the fact that he didn't escape was just a letdown. But mm. like I thought, I thought it'd been cool if maybe somebody had their phone plugged in. You know what I mean? And like they unplugged it at the, leaving, and he was just in their phone, or he was he happened to get away a certain way, and then just kind of let him be, you know, and then bring him up when he needed to. I think that would have been cool, or get corrupted. I think that would have been also too. But the fact that they killed him, what's the dude think? What's the dude's name from uh, Wakanda or uh, from Black Panther? The dude who gets in the vibranium, they cut his arm off. Remember, claw, uh, claw, yeah, claw. Him, uh, crossbone. They just they 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 kind of end villains a little too soon. I think uh, were so. Here's my here's my rebuttal to that is one. You have these characters that define other villains so claw for me was okay because it made killmonger seem that much more yeah yeah yeah. because he didn't care his goal was i'm getting back to wakanda i will use you as a stepping stone when i no longer need you you're out of the picture and so for me that that made sense um but also at the same time i kind of like the the guessing of okay, is this person going to be a threat or are they going to be a throwaway? Um, yeah, I'm well, okay I do know with the that. I do know the actor who plays Crossbone in the Cat movies is signing on to play a villain, I believe, in the DC universe. Um, so that he 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 had, he had a falling out with with the MCU. So yeah, um, the, 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 he, the, it gets tricky with villains in the MCU because you 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 have to like think of it as like there's. There's a focal point. The Avengers don't just come together for, for like, come together for crossbones. For claw yeah. or for even Gilmonger. True. Uh, but not even just that. Like if the if these heroes are to be heroes, they need to win. <laughs> and if these villains are running around, they haven't won. Yeah. Uh there's and, a and there's a there's a too much on my plate kind of situation there when like we need strange to come and then mortals causing chaos. And the villains they have kept so far, let's look at them. Hammer hasn't been touched in freaking 10 mm-hmm. years. Uh, Mordo hasn't been mentioned in six years. And these are guys that kept alive for future MCU films. It's like, okay, we just can't get to them now because there's bigger yeah. things at play here. Uh, so 
it's not worth keeping it's not worth keeping the contract number one for marvel's like studio money uh and number two it's just not worth like even looking at them again i mean mortal came back in this film and like it didn't it it made me mortal being a random character instead of building him up in the first film to be this crazy villain and then coming in this film would have been more sense to me than him just like oh it's been five years he's been trying to kill me law five years and he's my friend now it's like well, yeah no, mm-hmm. like l- let me see that like or just get rid of the character and just don't make him what he is like mm-hmm. for sure well, that's a good way to, I can't justify them. But so that's a good way to end uh, the definitely. show tonight because uh, thanks for that question. Who was that, your boy? Uh, yeah, Jason. Jason. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we appreciate the question and kind of helped us out wrapping it up. It's a big uh, table talk between me and Matt all the time. I'm yeah. always bringing it up. I feel like He's we always... could talk another hour about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, what, homework this week? Me and Andrew got to watch uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, no. The first mm-hmm. two, but then yeah, the first two we should definitely, definitely let me uh, let me add on to that homework if you guys have time, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. That Call of Duty League event I was talking about dude, last week is this weekend coming up. Yeah. Um. So tune in. Uh, the whole Toronto talk I talked about last week. Uh, Toronto put the breaks off of Optic when they played a couple of days ago. So, uh, so maybe I'm just completely wrong here. Uh, but tune in this weekend. It's gonna be on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Call of Duty. Um, I'll check it yeah, out. It should be. It should, it's entertaining at the very least. Even if you don't know what's going on, just seeing the amount of kids, like seeing people just get shot at in the video people. game, is just great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I think right. that does that for our show tonight. Appreciate the comments coming in, minus the ones of me having a receding hairline, being old, being a loser. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. But that's all for us. We're signing off. See you guys later. Adios. Later, later.